I'm Liz Swenson. And I'm Shauna Lander. We're both moms. And we were both sucker punched in the face by motherhood. <laughs> right, but in different ways. And more importantly, we've lived to tell the tale. So now we want to help other new moms through that really sweet, really hard, really funny first year of new motherhood. Welcome to Surviving Baby. Hello, hello listeners. Welcome back to Surviving Baby episode three. Yay! Thank you so much for coming back and joining us. Okay, I am especially excited because we are having a party. Liz, your book is out in the world. Yay! When this episode airs, it'll be out in the world for three full weeks already. But oh my gosh, it's out in the world and you posted an unboxing on social media. <laughs> I did. I was like, I have so much emotion. I just need to see what happens. <laughs> How does it feel? Oh, it feels crazy. It doesn't feel real. I honestly, someone wrote a comment and they were like, you just gave birth. You look yes. like you just gave birth. And I was like, it kind of feels like that. Like I've been working for like almost a year. <laughs> like, yeah, that is literally what I was thinking. It's like, <laughs> you're, you're a mom now, but in like, it's like a whole new way. She's my little girl. I never had yeah. a girl. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, you're a, a new type of new mom. I'm a new mama and I'm very you are. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. But it's just like a baby, like it doesn't feel real. Yes. Like I know I wrote 212 pages, but I was not processing what 212 pages look like. Oh yeah. Like it's, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Changes on the horizon. It's all happening. Yeah. And my life might be like different. Surreal, slow motion. <laughs> oh yes. And that actually brings us to the topic of the day. Ooh, what's the topic <laughs> of the day, Shauna? It's the fourth trimester, <gasps> which is all about change. Have you you've heard of the fourth trimester? I have. What do you think of when you hear fourth trimester? I think what? I thought it's over at three. <laughs> the baby came. We're done. So the fourth trimester usually refers to baby's transition from womb to world. But here's the thing. Mama experiences a fourth trimester too. Oh, I love that. That's so true. Your body is recovering from pregnancy yeah. and birth and in some cases surgery. Yeah. Right. And then not only that, but as soon as the baby is out, all of the pregnancy hormones that have been slowly, slowly, slowly building up, just plummet <laughs> <laughs> to the ground. They're like, yeah, okay, cool. She's got a baby and just went through this marathon giving birth. So this is a great time for her to handle the dumping of estrogen and progesterone. <laughs> you literally believe blew my mind last time <laughs> when we talked about these hormones and that hormone change and just mm -hmm. like laughing at it. It's crazy. Literally, you cannot do anything about it. So if you can observe it and laugh at it, I mean... <laughs> granted hard to do sometimes oh totally when you're crying you're like crying because you're sad but if you like catch it you're like oh here's that thing that's happening to me not my this fault this isn't me yeah but honestly this goes on and on for 12 weeks and I didn't do so great the whole time mm. so not only do you have these crazy hormone fluctuations in the fourth trimester pregnancy reorganizes your brain I've yes. never heard this yes you lose gray matter in certain parts of your brain and grow it in other parts 
parts of your brain. I should have called you before I had my first baby. This shit <laughs> is invaluable. I didn't know this then. That's true. I know you it hadn't now. had a baby yet, huh? I had mine first. <laughs> but think about that. So you've got recovering from birth, crazy hormones. New brain. Literally new brain. And then there's all the body stuff. <laughs> You're sore. Your uterus is contracting. Your boobs are huge. Your nipples hurt. You're leaking. So You're much leaking. Bleeding. Sweating. So much <laughs> You're sweating. You're sweating. Your body is going crazy. On top of all of that, you're battling mental and emotional overwhelm because now all of a sudden your worldview has shifted. And most people have to go You've back got to work a newborn. at six weeks. Oh my gosh. You've got a newborn. <laughs> people are going back to work. So all of that. And then why not? Let's just, let's add in catastrophic sleep deprivation to <laughs> yeah. postpartum. <laughs> is bananas <laughs> it is it's so hard so what was the fourth trimester like for you is there any like defining moment that you can think of when you realized holy shit like this is a lot of change I wrote this down because I said it to my husband I was like I feel like he's constantly challenging my belief that I have any kind of control or understanding of what is happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> and looking back, I'm like, ha <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, it's hilarious because, oh my God, you are so in love, but also simultaneously never have you felt so inadequate. I very much like to be aware of the answers and have everything make logical sense. Yeah. So that was a real affront to my belief system. Oh, <laughs> I, was like, I bet. Like, wait. This is nonsensical. I can't study my way out of this one. Yeah. <laughs> I remember feeling sad too. I remember like walking somewhere and having true with me. And I just felt like a little like lonely pit in my stomach yeah. where I just felt very very alone just so out of my body like I didn't even recognize myself uh -huh. I just felt really like like sand like where did I go what yeah. just happened like you dissolve into motherhood it is a really lonely feeling you feel like you're the only person in the entire world feeling like this Totally. It's so not true. No. You know, it's like the butterfly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm obsessed with butterflies. How they just like, they get in their little cocoon and then they dissolve. So that's the fourth trimester? You're yes. You've been crushed and crumbled <laughs> and dissolved. All of your cells have rearranged. You're turning into mom goop inside of a chrysalis. <laughs> that's it. But pretty soon, it's going to be a really cool, really empowering, really amazing thing. You're going to be a motherfucking butterfly. Papa! <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment for me when I realized, holy shit, everything is different. I was about like five weeks postpartum, and I was holding the baby, and he was still super little, and he was just crying. And I couldn't comfort him and get him to stop. He was just crying, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what he needed, and I was so tired. I was weary, and my eyes hurt. And oh. I just started sobbing. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to cry right now thinking about it. Mm. And I said, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh. And I really freaking meant oh. it. <laughs> as soon as I said it, my brain ran through like a litany of scenarios. What would happen if I really can't do this and I don't want to do this and I just go and I leave this baby and I leave John and I just go and do a different life. I have never understood a mother having a baby and then leaving mm. until that moment. 
and I'm gonna cry. And then as soon as I thought it, it was like, um, it was like in a video game where you go and like re-up, like saying this really scary, tragic, awful thing out loud allowed me to like let go of it. How rad of you to share that because that's a vulnerable, scary thing to say out loud, but you are not the only person that I've thought. I, I, that moment of what have I done, that yes. definitely went through my head too. Like, whoa. Yeah, but I did. It did. It took the power out. Saying it out loud took the power out of it. And then I was like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. I can do this. I called my friends that had 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 babies before me falling like (laughs) so I called them I think it was like one month in and I was couldn't stop crying and I didn't think it was okay and was like what is this (laughs) and that's when my my friend Christy goes you're in the trenches yeah and I was like okay I was like really this is all normal like all this and they were both like "Uh uh-huh yeah, totally normal. And I was like, okay, it okay. Is, it's normal, but it still feels so isolating. So I'm glad that you have friends to reach out to. I'm so I felt lucky. really, you are really lucky. I felt really uh, embarrassed and proud, stupid. Oh, me too. <laughs> um, and so I didn't really reach out to a whole lot of people. I did. I have one best friend who um, had babies before me and I reached out to her three months in. That shit is real and you feel those feelings and it's a scary thing to feel those feelings. Say them. Say them out loud. I think that that is a very important part of surviving this baby. I think so too. Yeah. This is hard. You're okay. Yeah. I think the whole reason that I felt like that embarrassed and like I didn't want anyone to know that I was struggling. If you think about like movies and TV and stuff, women are with hormones are always portrayed as like these crazy women, these bitchy women. Like it's bad. It's a bad thing to be hormonal. It's a, a long-standing trope. That's and so interesting. Isn't that so true? Yes. And really, honestly, you are hormonal. Of and course you are. you are recovering. Yeah. Your brain is different. Those are biological changes mm. that you cannot do anything about. And so I think that that is part of the reason why so many women feel so isolated. Because you, uh, according to movies and media and stuff, you are not allowed to feel these things. Wow. And certainly not allowed to talk about them. Wow. <laughs> so you take that on, you can, I think I did, you take it on subconsciously and then it plays out in your real real life when you go through this very real, very difficult situation. I was trying to like be a cool girl, I think. And you I didn't, are I just cool didn't want anyone to know. Thank you. <laughs> but in this case, it didn't, it wasn't, wasn't serving me, Liz. <laughs> That is a really cool thing to share. Thanks. Do <laughs> you have any other like stories or moments where you're like something dawned on you and it helped you get through the rest of your fourth trimester? The revelation about like, I don't have control was that was the beginning of me letting go of control was acknowledging, oh, I don't have it. Oh, so that helped you give up control. Quit fighting the fact that you don't have it. Exactly. And I was like, okay, so everything is different. And I'm just going to have to roll with it more. I'm going to have to just follow the baby's lead and try to keep up. Honestly, choosing to accept that everything is different, that old life is no more, is what's going to help you through it. Because it really is like there's there's no going back. I feel like my husband and I for years tried to like pretend like we still had a life and we would like go out and then we'd be like, oh my God, 
I'm so tired. Why'd we do that? So tired. That's, <laughs> that's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's valiant of you guys. Good effort. <laughs> we tried. I was just going to ask, did you make any mistakes in the first four months? So many. Because <laughs> I made a big mistake. And I and it's like, when you fuck up with a baby, you're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, I did it. <laughs> I did it. And this wasn't a big deal, but I had no idea about overstimulation. <gasps> Oh no. And so I just thought that I could live my life like I used to and I could go on a long, luxurious two and a half hour walk along the beach. <laughs> oh my God. And I strapped Truman to my chest and went on this really long walk and he's a tiny baby so he just slept but it was a hot sunny day and he oh, was no. sweating and I don't think I put sunscreen on his legs oh. and we just walked and walked and walked oh, and walked gosh. and walked and walked and I was like I even took a picture of it it's still on Instagram and I'm just like ah I'm a mom this is yeah. perfect this is going great uh -huh. and then he cried for like the next 14 hours oh, straight and I was like ah, oh no I, I broke the like, baby called the pediatrician <laughs> like what happened and they're like this is you overstimulated the baby they can't be in the sun that long oh my god i felt like such an idiot and yeah so oh like i just have never felt so guilty in my entire life oh. it was such a horrible feeling yeah and i did not see it coming it's so horrible it was the worst but you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna make mistakes. We did a stupid one that was like sort of like that. We walked around to look at Christmas lights and the baby was maybe two months old. And um we literally just walked down the street from our house, but we had him in the stroller, bundled up, and we didn't bring anything. We didn't oh. bring wipes or diapers <laughs> totally. or food. I was <laughs> humping, so he got a bottle. We didn't bring anything with us. We just were like, let's go look at lights. He obviously is fine. Um and so he <laughs> just screamed his head off he cried while we were like running like trying to go home and we were far enough away like it took probably 10 or 15 minutes for us to actually get him home and by he's a newborn still so by that time he is like screaming his head off because he's hungry <laughs> yeah i've done that it's i've done that so funny not bringing the stuff not bringing a change of clothes definitely done that where i'm like yeah all right you're just gonna sit in your poop for a while oh yeah you i mean what Sorry. can you do you can't do anything so you're gonna make mistakes in the yes. first three three months i'm going to say it again i'm going to keep on saying it your brain is different <laughs> this is an adjustment period yeah you have to give yourself time yeah. to adjust oh my god okay so i have to there was one moment for okay i have to tell you this story tell me i kept on having mood swings going back and forth between feeling really euphoric like kind of on top of my game and like i'm a mom now hell yeah then all of a sudden i would have just these moments where i felt completely humbled i just was devastated by everything that was happening um but I really wanted to feel like I had it together. So we were taking Kellen to his two-month checkup and I wanted to feel very grown up and very put together and like literally, honestly, worthy of being a mom and like looking the part of a mom because Aww. I think I didn't really feel it yet. I didn't feel worthy of like this beautiful, wonderful soul who came and chose me. So I decided I was going to dress up for this doctor's appointment which for me is literally just like jeans and a cute top <laughs> instead of sweats. So I, I put always on jeans. dress up for doctor's appointment. That's cute. See, I was trying to be a you. So I put on <laughs> jeans. I put on a cute top. I put on a blazer, like on top of the top, like I am wow. 
No, I would wear a blazer. Oh my gosh. But it was like on my, you know, soft, squishy, weird postpartum body. It was like too tight across the chest and across the shoulders. It felt like a little bit constricting and like stiff and weird. And then the kicker, I put on knee high boots, just flat boots. Like, and I was like, yeah, I am. I, I feel like a mom. I think I even put on makeup. <laughs> John was already downstairs for some reason. The baby carrier, the um, car seat, was upstairs with me. So I put the pe- the baby into the car seat and started down the stairs. At the top of the stairs, I was like, don't do that. Don't do this. This is a bad idea. Just a split second thought, but I pushed it right out of my head because I was like, I'm an adult. I am going to go down the stairs. Of course but I the am. Baby's I'm the in. mom. The baby was trapped in okay. to his car seat. And I got about three quarters of the way down. And then the heel of my boot caught the edge of the step. And I went flying. <gasps> Mid-air, slow motion, flying. Uh... And it was slow motion, oh, like falling. As I watch the baby carrier fly through the air, my child was airborne. <gasps> airborne. Oh. Coming off like the fifth step up on oh the on the flight of stairs. Oh my god! And I hit the ground. <sighs> pain. And I like army crawled over to where the baby landed oh. because the carrier landed facing away from me, of course. And I got over to him and he was completely fine. Oh my god! And then I just dissolved into tears and, oh. and sobs. And John heard me smack the ground and he was like, "What's wrong? Are you okay? Are you okay?" And I didn't want to get up yet because I was <laughs> God processing what just happened and I felt stupid and all of it and in that moment I was like oh my god I'm doing too much I am expecting too much of myself Mm -hmm. I am putting too much pressure on myself I'm doing too much so that was really humbling so you're gonna make mistakes (laughs) oh my god so many mistakes you're gonna keep making those mistakes that's part of it yeah like you have to make the mistakes (laughs) to know what to do right and of course you are yeah of course I've little misread all the books and I made plenty of mistakes (laughs) yeah and I read nothing and made mistakes (laughs) you know what I decided that I I did actually read some books or at least I bought some books and read some chapters yeah you're ready (laughs) I was like you know what you know what these will be good reference for when the baby's here and I have the question because what am I going to learn right now when I make flashcards no (laughs) I'm not Liz (laughs) (laughs) what do you wish you would have known about the fourth trimester You know, that those emotions are okay. Mm -hmm. Your body hurting is normal and okay. Mm -hmm. Your body's not going to feel like your body for a long time. Like you said, like putting on clothes feels really weird for a long Mm -hmm. time. It does. That feeling lonely is okay, but that you should still reach out to people. Oh, don't be embarrassed because I have chills. I, I, bet it's, me chills. I bet it's normal. I bet it's totally normal. Yeah. And even if it's not, I'm going to tell you it's normal. normal. I'm going to yeah. tell you it's normal. <laughs> <laughs> what do you wish you knew? I wish I'd known about brain changes. I knew about the hormones, but I didn't know that your brain reorganizes itself. I just and found that out I, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I would have known that while I was in the moment, I could have been like, you know what? This is because my brain is different. Totally. This is not because I am deficient in some way or inadequate which I felt a lot in those early days this is not because I'm doing anything wrong it's simply a change that I'm now adjusting to it's normal to feel like a failure Mm. but the truth 
is the opposite. Yes. And you're doing amazing. You are doing amazing. And I faulted myself for every little thing, but really you're doing amazing. I wish I would have known that I was actually doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. because it's so much all at once and you have a newborn. Yep. If you think about it in those terms, you are doing great. You are doing a great job. Look how far you've come. Ugh, chills. <laughs> okay, Liz, we've come to my favorite part of the show. What is favorite word. your favorite word or phrase from the fourth trimester? From the fourth trimester. Want me to go first? Yes, you go first. Okay, mine is Lokia. You took mine. Yes. <laughs> you okay. should have gone. <laughs> Lokia, that's the vaginal bleeding after giving birth and fluids, and it smells really earthy. And it goes forever. Yeah, it can go for like six weeks. Ever. Yeah. No, mine mm-hmm. went eight weeks on the last <gasps> one. I was like, when will this wow. stop? Wow. When will this stop? <laughs> oh my gosh. Lokia. All right, so now think of a different one. Oh, um, this is a good one. My favorite word for the fourth trimester. Meconium. Oh, nice. Meconium. Black and sticky. Baby's first mm, mm-hmm. I know what that is. Although I think you're pronouncing it wrong. No, Pretty I'm sure not. it's mesonium. What? <laughs> this is going to be a long running thing. It's definitely meconium. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> she is Liz. And she is Shauna. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe for weekly podcast episodes. And you can leave us a review on your favorite podcast listening platform. We have had some reviews roll in lately and we absolutely love reading them. I know. It's so fun. (laughs) And of course, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Surviving Baby, as well. We always drop the new episodes there, too. Shauna is at Shauna the Mom across all social media channels. If you want to give her a follow, she's very funny. are my favorite <laughs> <laughs> and Liz is at Liz Swenson BFF on TikTok and Insta and seriously seriously go buy her book you got this moment it is the cutest and sweetest and most informative thing ever Aww. it really is so I promise you're gonna love it it's available wherever books are sold thank you for joining us for episode three of surviving baby we'll see you next time bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>